Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book Two, Chapter Nine Spreading Chaos. When the royal army arrived at the gates of Karami, they were a small yet formidable force. With your allies by your side, you thinned their ranks as they spread into the city. Facing off against their leaders in front of the city gate, victory, though not a certainty, seemed a possibility. Except for the knocking. With a thundering bang, one side of the gate fell, knocking Vale unconscious while trapping them beneath it. Walking onto the wooden gate, pressing its weight onto Vale, are three figures. Followers of Pathox, here to grant freedom to the city. A large barrel-chested orc, Seneca Tane rests her arms over the handle of a massive axe that lies across her shoulders. A thin elf in layered robes, Ithaca Tane, nonchalantly opens and closes a set of bladed fans. The toned centaur, Utica Tane, with chestnut coat and speckled legs, holds his ten-foot war scythe upright. He continues their introduction. To all those who can hear, come and take the freedom you desire. What do you do? If I heal Vale, are they going to continue to take damage from the door? It's possible. But I won't know that until I heal them. But you know that as long as they are under the door and there are people on top of the door, it is very possible for Vale to get hurt again. Okay. I, I can make that determination. Yeah, that's very easy. There's a large heavy thing on top of that, with more heavy people on top of that. Okay. Hey, um, followers of Pathox, before we get into this whole thing, because I do want to get into this whole thing. Uh, do you mind if I get my friend out from under the door <clears throat> that you knocked over? So you're addressing the three of them? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is where we're starting. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, from under the door, Thank you. Utica looks down, sees Vale's shoulders and head poking out from under the gate. They don't seem to be in a good way. But why... Should they be saved? I'm going to see if talking to these guys in their own language works. Because <sighs> I feel like it. No other reason. Well, they're my friend. And I want to. <laughs> Roll persuasion. 
Let me roll persuasion with that BS. All right, I'll take it. Are they? Is Vale not your friend? And do you no, not no, want no, Vale, Vale is my friend. <laughs> you have inspiration. Please use it. I don't, I don't have inspiration. I have bardic inspiration, but I only have one left. And I, I love you as a friend, Vale. But I can heal you while you're under the door, so that at least you're not dying. I can do that. So I'm just, yeah. Sixteen. By all means, take your friend. Cool. You, you get to help me, by the way. <laughs> I can help. Okay. All right. Uh, it's strength if you want to pull a veil out from under the door. Am I assisting or... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, athletics check. Doesn't actually matter. Oh, well, I guess You're my strength jack is... of all trades or whatever your bardic bullcrap is. It, it, makes, it, it makes it a zero instead of a minus one. one. Darvin, are you helping? Yeah. I got a ten. Athletics? Yeah, athletics. Damn it. That was a great start to the day. This die is going away. Already punished. Anyway. In which case, Aranis and Darvin, you go up. You each put a hand underneath Vale's shoulders and yank and yank, but between the weight of the gate and the weight of these three people, you are unable to budge Vale. I'm making a death save at this point, Scott. <laughs> Would you mind awfully, like, budging a bit so we can get our friend out? Hmm. I don't know. Do we want to budge? And they just kind of, like, shake their heads. No. Vale, you do need to make a death save. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, that's a ten. Yeah, there's one success. All right, at this point, before we even attempt it again, hmm? make it so you don't have to do death saves anymore. Because I like, I can't. Um, since I happen to be standing right next to him, I'm going to cure wounds him. Well, is that a touch? Yeah, my hands are already, like, on. I just didn't know if it was yeah. touch or not. But yeah, it's touch. Okay. Sure, how much does that heal for? Uh, but it is a five total. Oh. Uh, Vale, you are conscious and trapped underneath a very heavy gate. <laughs> what? what? Uh, just with, hang out. With three very posing figures standing above you and on you. Hang out. Hang on a minute. Maybe. <laughs> As you are healing Vale, the followers of Pathox stand at the gate, waiting for people to come and answer their call. A few people do. Coming from down the side streets, you see three people first. Correction, four. There's Colston, Priest Diego, and your temporary ally, Lewis. And he has one of the soldiers with him was handcuffed. And they are all very curious to see what these followers of Pathox have to offer. What do you guys do? I try to get out from underneath the door. <laughs> Deal with the first issue first. I guess I can help. I'll help you. Alright. Athletics for everybody then. Athletics for everybody. Well, anybody who's helping. Because we all Can I help strength. again? Can I not after oh, last yeah. time? I would help, that please. Sucks. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's oh. better. Oh, look at what you rolled. I got Darvin. 19. Ardis. 5. Veil. 6. Darvin almost pulls your arm out of its <clears throat> socket, but Veil is not getting out of that door. God damn it. <laughs> I want to get. Hey, hey, I... chill. I can't stay there forever. Well, I mean, 
they do what they want, so... Oh, I know what I want to do to them. <laughs> I, okay, you need Maybe to calm you down, tell them to because stand. you're, like, half dead. Ernest, you should use reverse psychology. Tell them to stand on the door for a really long time, and they won't want to do it, because they don't want to do what we say. So we just tried to pull Vale out. Yeah. You know what? On, on second thought, guys, why don't you just, like, stand there for the rest of my life? That's perfect. Just right where you're at. That's That would be great. Just don't ever move. Don't ever move. Is, do you say that? I want to. Snarky artist snarks. Just, <sighs> it's risky. It's it's risky to say that. It's my instinct to say it, but I feel like Arnest would go, Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As Arnest is standing flustered and Vale is lying trapped. <laughs> Whoa there. You're not the horseman. That's my flustered noise. It's <laughs> a good flustered noise. Colston is going to step ahead. Not as close as the three of you are. But he will say, I definitely want freedom. How can I get it? Priest Diego kind of approaches and stops a few feet behind Colston. He's seemingly interested in the same thing. Lewis is just looking around, wondering where the colonel is. Utica will respond to Colston. We will give you the freedom to do as you please. But what is it you wish to do? Colston, of course, says. <clears throat> hmm? Go ahead. Make, <laughs> what make, was that? Making a prediction of what he wants to do. But go ahead. Colston wants the same thing that he's wanted for months now. I just want to get my wife and go. I should have fucking killed her. Oh my god, Maybe unfinished business that Vale leaves behind. At Colston's words, the three of them look at each other for a moment, pondering this reasoning. Priest Diego will chime up. I I just want to serve uh, the, 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 the Pathox way of death. Which, again, they take in stride. You can't really tell one way or another whether or not they fully agree or disagree with either of them. But they do motion for both of them to approach. I'll get this door off of me. <laughs> I am fighting under that door. I want... I need to get out of this. I'm going to give you another chance here, if you want to try to get out again. Darvin or Arnis, do you want to try to assist Vale? Yeah. I do, but I'm really scared that Vale's about to get us all killed. Okay. Go ahead and roll. You can each grab an arm. I crit. I got a 15. Got an 8. Okay. Darvin, you're kind of slipping on this with the sweat of your hands, but between Vale and Aranus, you manage to just barely yank them out, and you are free of the door Cool. as Colston and Priest Diego approach. The next question I have is, do I have my rapier? You had it on you when you I was fell. holding it in my hand yeah. when a door crushed me. Yeah, no, I'll let you still have it, okay. if you want. Uh, I point it right at Colson and I say, you stop right there. Oh my god. <laughs> you realize you're going to get us all killed, right? And I do this say is, that out loud. This is funny. Uh, he turns and looks at you. I tried coming to you first, your just life, to see her. Your wife's life is forfeit. I just wanted to see her, and you wouldn't let me do that. So, if you're not going to grant me a small kindness, I'm going to seek my answers elsewhere. Oh, like the small kindnesses your life off- your wife offered me? No. Fuck you. Walk away or die. Oh my god. 
You have free will, free reign to do what you want, but Vale's had enough of this asshole and is so overwhelmed with the rage that she feels, they feel them for them, that Pathox be damned. That's my number one problem right so, now. So, uh, I will say, truly and honestly, that Arnis takes, like, three steps back from Vale. That's fair. I'm just trying to decide who reacts to Vale's statement first. I like, I love you, buddy. And I saved you, but I can't go down this road with you. I'm sorry, Vale has been stabbed in the back by gods, watched their people be genocidally murdered, and now has this asshole walking up into the middle of this situation? No. Vale has had enough. That's that's totally fair. I'm, because this is so true to Vale and how much of a situation this puts you guys into, go ahead and take inspiration if you don't have it yet. Because this never is never had inspiration, but this you. is very Vale. I think Colston has already said his piece about why he wants to do this, but Utica, the centaur, will say, Don't stand in the way of somebody else's free will. If they seek our aid, let let us give it to them, if they can take it. If they want your aid, they're going to have to go through me because I want his life. Roll persuasion. Apparently the dice want me to succeed tonight. That is a 19. Hmm... I don't think you were going to try to fight Colston. Jeez. I didn't think he was going to show up. I, I didn't think he you was going to be cowardly enough to go be hiding in a house somewhere. He was hiding until these people showed up, but... Mm. You threw the one thing in this fight that would push <laughs> me over the edge, Scott, at me, and I'm over the edge now. Because Vale couldn't kill... Vale can kill this person standing in front of them without any guilt on their conscience. No, 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 I totally get it. I totally get it. Okay, okay. Colston sees the three of the uh, of Pathox's followers just remain silent and take a small step back, and he will turn to you, Vale. I don't want to fight you. This isn't about me versus you. This is about me finding just peace in my life. Well, you know what? Here's your peace. Your wife will be dead as soon as that child is born, and that child will be given to the guild to be raised correctly. If you have a problem with that, then step up or step aside. Arnis takes two more steps back. <laughs> Unironically. Mm-hmm. Just like, holy crap, I can no longer be associated with this person. Okay. Uh, I did not think you would turn on me that hard. They are bananas. You just said they'd be given to the guild to be raised correctly, implying that everybody else is fucked up. So That's I'm, how I was raised. But I, so I'm like, this is, okay. Oh, this is all so good. Okay. And when it was just you threatening Colston's personal peace, that was one thing. But now you're threatening the future of his child. And his hand goes toward his blade. And he starts slowly drawing it out of the sheath. I think we're going to need a new set of initiative here. <laughs> cool. That's right. I mean, if you, if you guys just want to not act during initiative, that's fine. But on the off okay. chance that you're like, no, I intercede. Okay. I'm sorry, Vale has been tempered so much in their actions, but he pushed too far. And these guys standing up here are just one more straw, and he just, he was the last one. It was the uh, last door on the camel's back. Exactly. (laughs) No? Just me? All right, then. I have to go. (laughs) Oh, hey, because I don't want you to die, but at the same time... You don't have to do anything that Arnis wouldn't do. I'm not saying let me die. I don't want to die. But Vale is not going to let this guy get away with what he's trying to do. 
because he's cheating. He's effectively breaking down the system and cheating. His wife has been sentenced to death. She has been rightfully imprisoned. And I could have taken her life before. I should have taken her life before. You know who kept me from doing that? Who convinced me to do the right thing? Yeah, me. Which is why I feel a little bit beholden to you right now. And I do not hold that against you. You've made Vale a better person for it. But at this point, this guy, no. Well, he also said that like he didn't have any fight with you. I'm like, you've already been fighting us, bro. Like, more than once. Once, literally, and once in a court of law. I smoked his ass. Colston? His wife. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I don't think he's raised a blade to you. Was he part of that fight with Lorraine? That was Rex. Oh, Rex. That's right. All right. Let's everybody roll initiative. Oh, let's not do that. Well, this is going to be a long fight because I'm not likely to get sneak attack. Let's start with Vale. Eight. Arnis. Thirteen. Darvin. Six. Okay. And as you say this, drawing out Colston's anger and pushing him into a fight, he draws his sword, but he takes up a defensive stance. He doesn't want to be the one to take the first blow. He still has a little bit in him that says he should act defensively, like not instigate the fight. Well, we'll give you disadvantage on your first attack. So. Yeah. Um, or Vail's disadvantage not, against Vail's not one on all your words, attacks. Then, but so. Vail yeah. notices that he's ready for me to attack him. Mm-hmm. So Vail's going to say, Vail's going to look him dead in the eye, both blades ready, and say, you do realize that even if you strike me down now, you will never find your wife. She will still die, and the child will still be raised by the guilt. Strike me down or not, there is no changing that. Well, from my perspective, you're the only one who's denied me. If there's somebody else I have to convince, fine. But right now it's you. And there's no convincing you, it seems. Uh, Sorry, Arnis would be after Colston. Arnis doesn't have it. All right, Vale. How far is he from me? 10, 15 feet. Cool. He was approaching Utica and the others. I'm just going to do some stab my rapier into the ground. Nice and close to me. Draw my hand, crossbow. Or bolt right at him. Right. You have disadvantage. Yeah, that. That's oh, why I'm attacking your range. Eleven. Our uh, other one, of course, was a crit. I know. <laughs> you fire your crossbow bolt, and he quickly lunges to the right, brings his sword blade up to the left. The bolt just flies past him. Darvin, is there anything you want to do? Darvin takes five steps back to where Harness is. <laughs> Okay. Colston feels emboldened since he no longer has to take the first shot, the first attack. This is now him defending himself. And more importantly, this is him defending his family. And he charges at Vale. And with both hands, he swings his sword right to left, just aiming for your midsection. Fifteen. Miss. Okay. And he's going to try it again. As his sword comes up short... He's going to take a half step forward again and just try to bring it down in a diagonal sweep. 16. That's a hit. Yeesh. Keeping it very close. And this just barely scrapes across your chest as he swipes his blade for 10 damage. Oh, well, I have it, and it still takes me out. Oh, because you only had five. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
and just still so weak and wounded from that door falling on you. You couldn't move out of the way fast enough, and it slices across your chest. And you collapse down. Colston, seeing you fall, just takes his sword and puts it right back in the sheath. And turns to face Utica and the others. Arnis, is there anything you'd like to do? You could just stabilize me if you really didn't want me to be an idiot. That's smart. Oh, I guess technically also I'm all in my, like, changeling form at this point. Yeah. It really matters, but... But you already were. Yeah. From yeah, yeah, the door no, falling no, in the first... Yeah. No, they were before that. Oh, that's true. From I'm just trying to decide if Arnis would be thinking about keeping you purposefully, like, sideways. Well, I, this is a legitimate thing. Like, mm-hmm. why would he just heal you because you need healing and then back up again? Which is probably what I'd do. I'm going to walk the, like, five or ten paces up to Veil mm-hmm. and cast Cure Wounds. Colston's not going to stop you. I this probably level one, too, just because that's how my life is going. No, that's much better. Nine. And as you do so, Utica will look down at you. And then I take the five or <laughs> ten paces back okay. to our darkness. Yeah. As you do so, Utica will look at you. You must value your friendship. Just because I don't agree with them doesn't mean I want them to die. Veil, you wake up on the ground. Fresh sword wound across your chest. What do you do? I think Veil wakes up with a just blood-curdling scream of rage. Like, the most primal, angry, frustrated scream. I mean, heard through all of Grom to the gods at this situation. Okay, that's... Creepy. Colston is taken aback. You do anything with that? No. Okay. Darvin, anything you want to do? No. Alright. Are you content to be done with this fight, or do you still intend to fight? I just want to know if we're like, if we need to stay in. I honestly don't know. Okay. Like, Vale is lost in this moment because they know that there's no chance. No way that they could survive a fight with this person. But they also have no desire to let this person walk away and gain more power. You know what? No. Vale leaves. Where are you going? I'm going to the guildhouse to kill her. Okay. Um, you want to talk about pushed over the edge? That's where I'm going. I actually stand up and I say, fine, if I can't kill you, I'm going to go kill your wife. And I start to leave. And I run. <laughs> You had to warn him, didn't you? No, that wasn't a warning. That was a promise. Oh, but it's a warning because now he can run after you. Good luck keeping an eye on me. And I can't go with you. Because I have to deal with this other... You can try and convince me to stay, but that's the only action Vale has right now. I've been pushed. You're... You're beyond convincing you of anything. I'm just... There are ways to convince (laughs) me. Well, Arnis doesn't know them. Because Arnis doesn't know this person. So well, Vale doesn't know this person. Vale has never been pushed this far, far before. They don't know what to do or what they're doing. They're at, reacting primally. I don't, I don't know if I want to give you fun ideas, Arnis. Because <laughs> you don't There's have to convince them. saying that you can't use your spells against me. And you have plenty of things that aren't spell slots that could stop me. Aside of just wounding them to unconsciousness again. Do you still know sleep? Yeah, that's a good idea. 
I don't mean to be a nuisance. <laughs> no, this is... Um, if either of you are intent on trying to stop Vale, I will let that resolve first. If not, I'm going to move to NPC stuff. To either stop Vale or to move other things forward. Because I haven't decided yet, because Vale is throwing some curveballs. Yeah. As far as physically catching Vale, well, Darwin can do it if they acted soon. Anyone sure. could. But Darwin would have the easiest shot at it. No, I got this. I'm going to cast sleep. <laughs> Alright, Aranis, what are you doing? I'm casting sleep. <laughs> you can just say you're going to cast it because it's going to put me to sleep but I only have 9 hit points well you can still roll under 9 because I don't think there's a modifier on that is there and it's within so um well, yeah it's just 5d8 I yeah. can roll 5 ones mm-hmm. yeah. it's possible this will fail but I mean it's like unlikely that that's going to happen but like I just it might not work we'll find out so what is Arnis's before you roll what's Arnis's thought process here What's going through your head? That I can't let this play out to its eventual conclusion, which in all likelihood is... Well, um, how pregnant is... What's her name? Let's see if I have it. In any case, it's like three and a half people dead, or four, depending on how close she is to having a baby, right? I don't know if I wrote down a due date on the calendar. We knew an approximate number of months, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I just... Then, so... For the lockdown. I also, I don't, I don't want to get into a debate about when a person becomes a person. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I understand that. So, so I'll say it this way: I, I, I can't let this play out to the eventual conclusion that is, that is eventual. That is three people and a fetus dead. Like that's what's going to happen here if I let this go on. Because Vale goes to kill that lady. Colston shows up in the guild hall to kill Vale, and then. Vale's mentor kills Colston. Like, that's what's gonna happen, and I just, I can't. It's like the end of Hamlet. <sighs> yeah, and everybody's fucking dead, and I just, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Okay. As a side note, Lorraine's probably either near the end of the second trimester or the start of the third. Yeah, so four people dead at this point, really. Okay. Well, artist just doesn't want to see all of these eventual deaths that are going to happen. I can't, I can't. I can't take it anymore. I know that, like, Vale's angry and reasoning with them is not going to happen. But I can't... I can't sit by and do nothing knowing that I could potentially, like, prevent a large amount of bloodshed. Okay. Alright, cast the spell. Yeah, I'm CB. Yeah. How much is that? 28. 28? 28. Okay, how many hit points did you have left, Vale? I had nine. I see. <laughs> 19 left. So Vale gets about 30 feet away just before the turn, like the street turns, and just passes out. What's the range on it, or what's the radius on that spell when you cast it? 20 feet. And from around the corner, you hear another just like thud <laughs> as some stranger falls asleep. <laughs> it's sleep. It's I'll not going to hurt. I'll be awake in a minute. <laughs> it's a minute? Yeah. Okay. Crap, we gotta get to them now. Colston turns to you, Arnis. Says thank you. Fuck you. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That was a total gut reaction. I can't like... <laughs> I didn't want to kill them either. Darvin, is there anything you do? I don't think so. Okay. It's kind of where I'm at. We should go cover Veil and secure them before they wake up. Yeah. But... We should also work on negotiating whatever we have well, to negotiate here. Colston's going to do what he came here to do. Yeah, before anything uh, happens. Colston motions to Priest Diego. It's safe now. Come on up. If you want whatever they're offering, come get it too.
And the two of them approach. This is a bad idea. Yep. We should stop this, except we can't. You can still. I don't think we can. Utica will ask them, you want the gifts of Pathox? And they both nod. Can I interject something? Just like, <laughs> shout it up at them? Um, yeah. I don't... <clears throat> got, I mean, do what you want, but I don't, I don't think this deal is probably as good as they're making it sound. Continue. I don't think Diego will honor Pathox very long. We'll He's see. A God hopper. <laughs> God hopper. I wonder if Pathox cares. I mean, God <laughs> chaos. You gotta think. You win some, well, you lose some. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, Utica will ask them both Do you feel that you are worthy of those gifts? And again, they both nod. It's at this point that uh, Seneca, the orc, will step behind Colston, strap their axe to their back, place both their hands on his head. <laughs> Ithaca, the elf, they will do the same for Priest Diego, put their fans away, and just gently lay their hands on Priest Diego's head. And then shit gets weird. Yeah. You can all feel a very strange energy in the air. There's a slight hum as the din of the city and what little fighting there was left quiets. There are sparks, and there is light coming from the hands of these followers that are placed on Colston and Priest Diego's heads. And Utica will tell them both, This may hurt. We don't know who, but this may hurt. And if you survive, welcome. And there's a great flash of light from their eyes. And they both collapse to the ground. Seneca and Ithaca step back as Colston and Priest Diego stand and stumble past the two of you. Who's first? Priest Diego's first. He says, I can, I can feel it. I can, I can feel Pathox's energy. His eyes just start pulsing light before his head just vaporizes. <laughs> nice. And he falls over. Colston sees this, and he's a little worried. Uh, he tries to steal himself in his convictions. Told you the deal wasn't as good as I said. And that light starts pulsing again, except Colston is able to channel it outwards. And now comes the now comes the real trial for him. Well, for anyone nearby, potentially him as well. Because when receiving the gift of Pathox, there's a great magical discharge. Shit. We'll see what that is. Let me... You mean you're getting hit by some shit, buddy? I don't know. We're going to find out. There's a table here. By a magical discharge, no less. In the area, there is Darvin, Arnis, the three followers of Pathox. There's Colston himself, six. Lewis and the soldier that he has arrested, that's eight. And potentially Vale for nine. Nice if there's one more. So there's no, I don't have a D9. Oh, so you can mm. decide how many of us are getting hit? No. Just who? D10 is Just nobody. Why? One is nobody. No. It's kind of cop out. Did we kill the captain? Um, oh, Major Asa. Asa. No, we did not. Major Asa is nearby. Thank you. Major Asa is here. Oh, good. Remind the DM that dude's still alive. Perfect. Thank you. Major Asa wasn't going to interfere with these people anyways. Yeah, I figured. Because either they were going to kill you or you were going to kill them. Right. So why would he bother? Yeah. Like, either way, good for him. Don't get in the mid- A three-way fight is just bad. Like Unless they are both your enemies, 
which one of them clearly wasn't. Unless you can stand in distance and spam your execute, then it can be fun. <laughs> yes, thank you. Major Asa is nearby. They are the tenth. So let me just give everybody a number real fast. Perfect. It hits Major Asa. Why? Why don't we get all So, when someone accepts the gifts of Pathox and is found worthy, there's a great magical discharge. Shall we find out who it's going for first? Or what it's going to be? Let's find out who first. Sounds terrible. And the energy around Colston is just crackling everywhere. And as it builds up and it shoots out, and it swirls through the area around everybody, it's a three. Arnus. Oh. Arnus, Arnus. Honestly, like the one person I did want to target with this. Dude, if Arnis dies right here, We're seriously, screwed. it's cool, bro. Scott. <laughs> Only the good die young. <laughs> Only the cursed to not die die young. Let's find out what it's gonna be. Bring it on, bitch. Let's go. I, I guess you shouldn't have mouthed off to Colston like that. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. This has nothing to do with that. Just something that instant kills me. I'm gonna be so pissed. It's gonna heal you. Well. This is very interesting, because... How tall is Arnis? I don't know. I mean, I wrote it down. 5'11". Okay. I don't want to be overly tall, but I don't want to be short either. The energy flies out of Colston and swirls in the air around him, focuses in on Arnis, flies in and hits Arnis square in the chest. He has cast Disguise Self on you. Chaos magic, so it works a little weird. Unfortunately, the person on his mind right now is Lorraine. Oh no. So you visually, visually only, it's not polymorph. Right, yeah. Visually appear to be Lorraine. You're shorter, just about five feet tall. Your clothing changes to the rags that. Actually, wait. When was the last time you saw Lorraine? It was a while ago. It was a while ago, you didn't let her see her. Your clothing changes to. How she appeared when you first took her in Honey Hollow. It's a little warm for the weather, but not overly. And he turns and looks at you and is stunned in disbelief. He doesn't know what he did. And he rushes towards you. Arnis says, oh, for fuck's sake. And he wraps his arms around you. <laughs> oh, no! And- Arnis starts, like, <laughs> swatting at him, like... Not your wife, bitch! What is wrong with you? As, as soon as he touches you, he realizes you're the, not. The illusion. Yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't break the illusion. This lasts. But you can... You can yeah. yeah, it does not stand up to physical inspection. And he looks very confused. He turns back towards Utica and the others. And he's confused, like, what? What did I... What happened? What's... What's this? Say... You've been blessed with the power of chaos. Do with it as you will. You'll learn how to control it or die along the way. It's all part of the process. He will turn to you, Arnis, as Lorraine, and Darvin. Do you know where my wife is? Nope. Nope. That is an honest answer. That's not why. I know. I know. Help me find her. Please. That's all I want. Why? Because if I don't find her, your friend over there is probably going to kill her. No, 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 you misunderstand. I mean, why? 
elaborate on the one word there, but... I believe what he's asking, Artis, like, leans in awkwardly. I believe what he's saying is, what's in it for us? Can I lean back out again? Darvin nods affirmatively. Just, like, lean in. (laughs) In the frame? Out of frame. I... I can promise you we will leave and leave you alone. (laughs) Forever. Just so you're clear, you know that your wife is sentenced to die by the Assassin's Guild, right? Do you want her to die? No, it's not a matter of what I want. My opinion is moot. I'm saying this is a this is a fact. This is a thing that exists, and no matter where you run, they will never stop hunting you. I'd rather have that chance out there than no chance here. <laughs> What? You're, if you're I an do... idiot, bro. <laughs> the Assassin's Guild will kill you. Right now, they just want to kill your wife. You break her out of there, that death sentence goes to you too, buddy. You are a dead man. It is going to happen. And probably once your wife has the kid, they'll kill them too. You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> I love this reaction right now. So in love with this reaction. I, like... <laughs> She looks in disbelief between the two of you. Seriously, do you think I care? You would rather get you and your kid killed? The child will be fine. They don't know what the child even looks like. Yeah, but if it's with you, they can be pretty sure it's your kid. And if they're not with me? Where are you going to send them? He does. Why, why would I tell you? You're already saying that I'm due to die. Why would I tell you? He does have chaos magic now. He might have a chance. Yeah, but as we've seen, it's clearly unpredictable. Well, yes. Should we try again, then? But we... No? As he just raises his hand... Are you kidding me right now? I just want to go with my family. I just saved your wife and your kid's life, and you're gonna do me like that? (laughs) What an asshat. How about this, then? My wife's life for your friends... I don't know where your wife is. You threatening Vale's life doesn't actually change that I have no idea where your wife is and no idea where to begin looking. I'm willing to bet that there is emotions over to Vale. Not the only one who knows where my wife's at. Even if you don't, it doesn't mean you can't find them. You're in charge here now. You can ask around. And if she really is with the guild, then surely you know, or at least can find a way to contact them. And if that means bringing their head to whoever you know, so be it. Just so I'm clear, you said, basically, help you find your wife or your friend dies. And now you're saying, help you find your wife and your friend dies. Well, I'm saying if you don't agree to help me now, I will kill your friend. And then I will try to get you to help me. You can either save your friend and help me now. Or you can watch them die and try to find my wife on your own. What makes you think that even if I come upon a guild member, that they're going to tell me anything? I think Pathox fried his brain. (laughs) This is your brain on Pathox. He's clearly not, like, as reserved as he once was. No. Like, he would not have taken these risks before. No. But he is willing to do so now. All right, if you don't want to help me, 
No, I didn't say that. What I said was your logic makes no sense. Like, I can help you, but then, but how am I going to prove to you that I helped you if I help you and still don't find anything? Then help me right now. How? And I shout to the general <laughs> hearing, Yo! Are there any Assassin's Guild members who can tell me where they're keeping Lorraine? <sighs> That's just step one, by the way. We can wake up your friend, and you can make them tell me, or I can make them tell me. Oh. So that's the actual plan. Not you want me to try to figure it out. You want me to wake up Vale so that you can torture Vale into telling you things. I mean, if you just let me go about my own business, I can do my own torturing. Sorry, questioning. And I shout to the General Assembly, do you see? Do you see what Pathox gets you? Just, I mean, make your own choices, people, but, whew, okay. Hey. It's a hot dish. Damn, that's a hot plane. As he walks down the road towards Vale... Oh, I go. Okay. I go. He's going to, instead of pulling his sword, then he's going to pull out some rope. Darwin's following. He's going to tie up Vale. Does not trust Vale. You attacked them and then tried to run. And said you were going to kill their wife and their child. He's going to start tying up Vale. Surely it's been close to a minute now. Yeah, yeah. Vale's going to wake up as soon as this rope tie is done. Yeah, I figured... And he's going to hold his sword in one hand and point it down towards Vale's chest as Vale comes to. Colston has a, a bit of a strange, like, energy about him. He looks slightly different now. As you come to, he just says, Tell me where my wife is, or I'll end you. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at vanessablockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website design by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. It's been a thousand years since the Celestial War, and the great races were rendered extinct. A thousand years since the establishment 
of the Decladine Empire, and peace came over Pylos. But an ancient secret that promises of untold power has broken the alliance and threatens to destroy the realm. Join our heroes, Tash. Grab Daryl. Get out. I will follow you. Go. Silverpaw. You'll pay for this, Sylvia. Craig. Someone is looking for you. The name Tash means anything to you. And Bagger. Let's get dangerous. As they uncover dangerous secrets, ancient cities, and race against time and the Empire itself to save Pylos. Download The Stranger Lands now before it's too late.